0: hi and welcome to game of crones mtv news's weekly game of thrones recap podcast i'm rachel handler the pop culture writer at mtv news and i'm here with pop culture deputy editor leah beckman hi leah hi thanks for having me and crystal bell hi crystal Hey, And Crystal has uh, read all the books, so basically we just ask her 10 million questions about them. Yeah, let's talk about uh, the craziest part of this episode, which was the end. Uh, Daenerys burned the entire patriarchy to the ground.
1: She did. That was awesome.
2: That was awesome and yet redundant.
1: I really feel like if this show was just only about men being burned in some way. (laughs) I would be, like if in the first episode they had just been like, let's kill all the men, and then (laughs) that's the show. If any like networks are listening right now, consider this my formal pitch.
0: (laughs) I agree, I, I haven't felt joy watching this show until that moment, and I was actually screaming out loud.
2: I could totally picture you screaming out loud. And all the calls yeah, are just Yeah, I was burning. really, I was
0: like, oh, shit.
2: Yeah, it was amazing. My first reaction was definitely to see online if anybody had made the connection between Beyonce's Lemonade and what was happening with Daenerys. Because there are so many <laughs> lyrical cues that work very well. I mean, six inch. That's a really is good point. O- Yes. I, she murdered everybody and I was her witness. Perfect. <laughs> like, Were there people up. comparing it? Yes, I I did it. Um, I think a lot of people did. I mean, come on, middle finger up, wave them hands high, tell them boy bye. Like, (laughs) come on, that's exactly what you did. But, you know, this moment was so great, and yet I wanted it to be a little something more because it felt very reminiscent of her the season one finale. And sort of, like, it was almost a little bit of a been there, done that moment for me. You were like, call her a cunt one more time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, I know for me, it was just, like, Danny has one party trick, and she, like, this is her thing. She's like, okay, guys, I'm flame resistant, I walk through fire, like, this is my thing, and she will do it, you know, when she's like that girl at the party who's like, let me show you what I can do.
1: (laughs) But, like, why doesn't she do that party trick at every party, in any situation, like, when the party is about to rape her or murder her. <laughs> I feel I like she could you. do this all the time. I yeah, agree. we were talking about
0: this last night. Like, I don't understand why this isn't her... Why doesn't she do this every day of her life?
2: You know, I, have, make any I think so. she tried the whole I'm going to be a ruler thing, and now she's just like, fuck it. I clearly... Like, Marine is not for me, and we saw her sort of walking around... In the temple of the Daeshkallin, telling the calls. You know what? I last time I was here, I was with my man, and he was basically like, "We're gonna roll up into Westeros and we're gonna rule everything." And I want to be that girl again. I want to like. She it was sort of like Danny, like got her groove back, and she was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I've been doing nothing in Marine for three years. Like let's, like let's go back to my original plan, which was to roll up into Westeros and burn it all down."
0: Also, I want to talk about at the end when she's naked, Didn't do you think she was doing a CGI thing like Lena Headey did or was that her naked
1: body again? We thought she did, but she did an interview like last week on EW that she, that was her. Oh. Yeah. But she now has more agency. Okay. Like I think she can pick and choose when she wants to do it and they're trying to be more tasteful about the nudity and, and more like, I don't know. Uh, I think they want to make it count,
2: okay. Yeah. Instead of just constant. That was definitely her. My my theory is, and I'm I hope this is true, but since you know I I love Amelia Clark because one she's just crazy and adorable, but two she's always been on Team D. Like she's always been like Game of Thrones should be equal opportunity, and like I take my clothes off all the time, and the guys should be showing their dicks. So my theory is <laughs> yes. maybe maybe they were like, listen, Amelia. You're gonna need to take off your clothes. But somewhere down the line, there's gonna be some serious D. And that was what like was D
0: though. It better be Jon Snow's.
2: Really? Do we, <laughs> I tiny, think tiny we've D. established we Not don't you need to see that see D.
0: <laughs> well now, now he's alive again. It'll look fine.
2: Yeah, I think it's gonna be Tormund.
1: Oh. Whoa.
2: wow Wow.
1: <laughs> Wow. Okay.
0: You know a little something scared.
1: I always think about on this show is like how nobody is ever wearing underpants. Like <laughs> they, they are just like wearing these old cloths and just like either so damp and cold or like so sandy. And there's so much sex that's happening, and all I can ever <laughs> think about is how dirty it is. Like how dirty all of their butts, <laughs> all their butts and pussies are. They're so dirty. <laughs> That's such a like, good point. Where are their underpants? <laughs> That's a really. Good that is question. an amazing point. I'm yeah. never going to be able to watch this show the no. same way again. No one is wearing it, and it's like, no wonder they're always naked. It's so easy, but it's also just so upsetting. Yeah, I don't know. I feel
0: like that would be a better world. <laughs> That's amazing. I I'm think... like
1: always trying to avoid. Just, I want to just walk around in a cloth for the rest of my. Yeah, life. but like you have. You don't live in, like, a sand dune on Not top yet. of a camel or whatever is
2: happening in that show. <laughs> it must be really terrible in the north, though. Because the
1: north is just yeah, freezing. Yeah, wow. It's so cold, and they're always, like, soaking wet and freezing. It's so gross. Ugh, and they're frozen little dicks. I hate it. Yeah. But
0: they're probably cleaner, though, in the north. Than the, than the sand yeah, yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Do you
2: remember those kidney pies old man used to make?
1: With the peas and
0: onions. Speaking of the North, Jon Snow and Sansa Stark, Yay. they reunited and it was sexy. Oh, it, was
1: it was sexy and beautiful. It
2: was beautiful. I think, like, you guys were talking about how that Danny moment was, like, the happiest moment of Game of Thrones. For me, I think it was the Jon Snow Sansa Stark reunion because I had no idea it was going to happen. Like, Danny, I had some inkling of, like, okay, this obviously needs to happen. But for Jon and mm-hmm. Sansa, I feel like that was the first real shock and surprise of the entire season. And, Crystal, you read all the books, right? Yeah, this does not happen. So? This is totally new. Right. They don't, there's no s- reunion. They they keep missing each other, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's not, nothing is ever happy for the Starks in the books. And so to know that this could eventually happen and this is happening on the show, it's just... Oh, my God. I think it literally is the happiest moment of the entirety of the show for me.
0: Well, I I loved it because it happened without any fanfare. And it was just kind of the first five minutes and very casual, very on Game of Thrones. (laughs) Just kind of like, oh, here's a happy thing. Um, But, yeah, I, I do want to talk about... The sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> she cannot. She cannot move on. Like, what was that about? They were, like, flirting.
2: You, you think Crystal, so? Crystal, let's
0: talk. What do you think?
2: Yeah. I, I didn't read it as sexual tension. But, I mean, it <laughs> has been a really long time for John. We know he likes redheads. I mean, the signs are there. Exactly. So, I mean, I can and they're see not where even, you're coming from.
0: And aren't they technically not
2: siblings? I technically I mean they're probably not but they do definitely share some blood I would assume
1: I mean that's like very standard it's very um clueless kind of they're gonna have like a Josh and Cher moment in the (laughs) end which is like not great I don't know just there's so many people on that show find someone else (laughs)
0: All right. Well, I guess well that'll be, that remains to be seen.
1: Yeah.
2: The only thing uh, though about the John Sansa reunion that like I don't know kind of irked me. Like it was a beautiful moment but then I, I really hated how the writers sort of wrote in sansa's like seven million apologies like she could not stop apologizing she was like john i'm so sorry i was so rude to you like admit it That's like a really i was good point. a brat and i was like no don't do that don't say you're sorry like you were 14 years old when all that went down like who the fuck cares move on
0: yeah women's got to stop apologizing i agree so brienne and torment Speaking of Tormund's dick,
2: <laughs> yes. do we think that's gonna happen? Oh God, I hope so. Like I again, this show, like this episode, for some reason, just was so joyful at Castle Black, and that never happens. But like I was so feeling the flirtation between Tormund and Brienne. Like I loved mm-hmm. it, and like Ed being sort of like the captain of this new ship. Like he was totally feeling it.
1: They're all just like slurping their gross soup and <laughs> so in love. It's nice. You're right. Yeah. yeah
0: I do I feel like she's the only woman he could be with and not break her in half.
2: Oh, for sure. Oh. They're so similar, too. I mean, that's why yeah. I just, we need to see more of that. Like, whether it actually turns into something more or it's just them sort of like awkwardly flirting. Like, I would watch all of that. Like, I totally am into it.
1: I agree. I'm on board. I don't think I was before, but hearing you talk about it
2: sounds great. <laughs> I know. I just have we've so much changed some minds yeah. today. I don't know. I don't know if you guys ever really liked. Like, I know a lot of people ship Jamie and Brienne. Well, I was never on like on that like in that camp of Jamie Brienne shippers. Like, I saw why it made sense, but at the same time, I was like, uh, I'm not really down with Jamie Lannister.
0: Mm, I kind of did, but only i'm confused because Jamie's, you know seems to be a goner for his own sis so it's like i don't want to i don't want that for brienne
1: yeah i agree she deserves better but i kind of liked it when it was going on but i actually totally forgot about it until right now this moment so i guess it didn't make that big of an impact she's moved on we've all moved on
0: uh so who's everyone's bay of the week I, mine, is, mine is Jon Snow because, you know, he re- had a really good man pony. Yes, the he man
1: smiling. Bun. Yeah, I was oh. into him, as always.
2: Yeah, the man bun was What's, pretty uh What's
1: the boy who was breastfed for, like, 100 years?
2: <laughs> oh, Robin Robin. Aaron. Robin.
1: You like Robin Aaron. Nice.
2: Robin Aaron.
1: You know, long- I just, like, I love that he is a character. He's so disgusting. Rachel and her... Um, Recap described him as the living embodiment of sand in your swimsuit, which is I'm miming um, kissing my fingers to my lips. <laughs> it was so perfect.
2: <laughs> he makes me physically sick. Okay, so if you had to pick between Rob and Aaron and Bran, like who would you pick?
0: <gasps> oh, oh my God. I would kill myself.
1: I hate it. I hate that.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. All I would right. kill myself. I think, like, along those lines, my bae would probably be Littlefinger. I don't know why. I just, I get, I'm just happy when he's on screen. He's such a, he, to me, is is the biggest question mark of the entire series. And I think that's why I like him. Man, you know, Bran and Robin seem like they would be a gay
1: couple on House Hunters International. (laughs) I can so clearly imagine them in, like, Brussels being, like, (laughs) I need crown molding. <laughs> or whatever. That's my favorite
0: thing I've ever heard in my life. Thank you. Uh, so who who deserved it most? Who deserved to? Did anyone die this week? Yeah, all the calls. Oh, all those men.
2: Osha. All the men. <gasps> oh, yeah, Osha. No, she yeah. deserved it the least. Oh, that was so I great. I so terrible. I mean, how many I times? Her. Yeah. How many times do we have to prove that Ramsey is just a psychopath? It's not okay
0: anymore. It's just boring. I'm like, okay, there's Ramsay peeling an apple maniacally,
1: like I don't even care. Mm-mm. Do you have theories, Crystal, about who's gonna kill
2: him? Like, do you know? No, I, I would. I mean, obviously, I would love it to be John. I don't. I, I used to want it to be Sansa, and then I realized that she's just too pure, and I actually don't want her to go down that path. So, I, I mean, I would love it to be John. Like, I think that's sort of maybe what it's going to be. I would also, again, love to see he I think in his letter to John this week, he said some pretty terrible things about, you know, what he was going to do to Sansa, what he was going to do to Rickon, like what he was going to do to John, like tearing his eyes out and feeding them to the dogs. Like, I would love to see him go that way. Like, I would kind of love to see like him get his comeuppance. In like his own death, like you know, he's going to be raped by the Dothraki. He's going to get, <laughs> he's going to get mauled by his dogs. He's going to get his eyes torn out. Hopefully, by Jon Snow. Like I don't. I just want him to suffer a terrible, terrible death. Yeah, or it's got. I feel
0: like they're building it up so hard. It's got to be just. I can't even imagine what they're gonna do.
2: Yeah, it can't just be poison. Like it can't be the Joffrey no. death. No.
1: It's gonna be like a fans are cheering moment. I bet they'll really do it up. Oh, I hope so. That would be so great.
2: I think he deserves one more chance. What do you say?
0: Do you do you trust Crystal? Do you trust Littlefinger? I know he's your bae, but is he gonna help
2: Sansa? What's he gonna do? So here's the thing, like what I, I I mean when I say like he is definitely the biggest question mark. I don't think you should ever trust Littlefinger in fact one of Littlefinger's pieces of advice to Sansa was like don't trust like never trust anybody so mm-hmm. I don't think you should trust him but here's the thing um Roose Bolton was able to I believe cover up a lot of Ramsey's just psychotic behavior uh, and so nobody ever really knew what a crazy person Ramsey was. So I genuinely believe that Littlefinger did not do this to Sansa intentionally. He obviously has this plan. Littlefinger's whole thing is he wants proximity to power. He's a man of low birth. So he was like, okay, Sansa, we're going to get you back in the north. You're going to marry... Ramsey, you're going to have control of the North, and then we're going to be allies, and that's going to get me closer to what I want. This all terribly backfired because Ramsey was a psychopath, and I don't think he realized it. So, like, I'll side with my man on this one. Like, I don't think he knew the kind of danger he was putting Sansa in, and I think, like, next week's episode, we're going to see him basically say the same thing and try to make amends. And whether Sansa wants to hear it is another thing. I, I don't think she wants to hear it. Like, I think she's kind of done being Littlefinger's pawn. Hmm. See, I was wondering if he did the whole thing on purpose
0: because he wanted to get support from the Knights of the Vale and build up this whole army, and that was really the only way that he could get everyone all worked up.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I that's mean, That's kind of what I thought, too. Definitely something that it's not, you know beyond Littlefinger like he he has it all worked out what his plan is though like nobody really knows he's just trying to constantly fuck up the game for everybody else that's what I like about him he's mm-hmm. he's moving the pieces constantly and just like throwing everybody off their game
0: and then what about Cersei and Olena teaming up do you think that their whole thing to take down the High
2: Sparrow is gonna work because it seems very poorly planned to me oh my god but Queen's I want them to, like, I've been waiting for them to team up and do this for so long. Like, I don't even care what happens. I'm just so glad that they're sharing screen time together. Um, But yeah, it it is obviously Cersei is a very, like, she doesn't really stop to think. She's very uh, passionate. And when she gets angry, she lashes out. And that's sort of what she does. But Elena, as we know, like, she definitely, uh, she's a planner. Like, she moves very slowly in how she uh, enacts her her strategy. And so I think, like, they're actually a really good pair. Whether it's going to work, I mean, someone's going to get killed in this, like, this whole debacle. Like, I don't know if it's going to be Marjorie. I don't think it's going to be the High Sparrow. I would love it to be Tommen because I think that would be such (laughs) poetic justice for Cersei. (laughs)
0: I feel like it's definitely going to be Tommen. He's
2: yeah. out.
1: You want me we yeah, know he he's going to die? Yeah, he has no charisma. <laughs> he gone. Death by lack of charisma. Yeah. I really I really hope it's not Alana. I think she's the best, but I really feel like they're setting her up to be... I feel like whenever they make you fall in love with a character, and mm-hmm. she, I feel like she's the only one everyone can agree on, then they, then they <gasps> off them.
0: No. No, that would break my heart. I feel like she's going to be saved by her... Amazing headgear, like whatever
2: the <laughs> hell that is. She's Let's like, pray. <laughs> she's actually rocking like a breastplate underneath all of that. And she's like, <laughs> Yeah, that'd be incredible. I don't know. I yeah.
1: realized who I think Rachel's Bay is this week, and it's um, Theon's sweater.
0: <gasps> Theon's sweater. Oh my God. What is that sweater?
2: Crystal, is that in the books? His sweater, like, detailed details about the sweater? Uh, not really. I mean, he did look pretty good for, like, the, all the shit that he's been through. I'm surprised. Like, I know we were talking about hygiene, of, uh, like, 20 minutes ago. But, like, his hygiene, pretty remarkable, considering.
0: But that sweater, I feel like, like he was walking around Seattle homeless. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah.
1: understand. Why? Just why? It just changed when you get home. Like I, that's the other thing. In addition to no underpants, is that like there's no where do they buy their clothes? I, I want a whole another whole <laughs> spinoff show about this like girl who goes to Westeros and is like, I'm going to work for Coco Chanel and she designs the un sweater, I change fashion for women. I don't know what that accent is, but
0: it's Brandon and Robin and they're when they're not yes. house hunting.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, I loved your reaction to his sweater.
0: It was really, I just felt very strongly about it. Um, so what next week? I feel like the scenes from next week are starting to get a little mad many where it's like you only get one word and they're like, <gasps> <gasps> no, <laughs> wake up. Brand- like I don't even know what's going to happen.
2: Do you? Me? I mean, I I saw some things that I was very excited about. We saw a red priestess. In marine, talking to uh, talking to Tyrion and Varys, she was also okay. wearing a necklace that looked very very similar to the one that Old our, our girl Melisandre wears. Oh. Um, I didn't know there was more than one of her. Oh yeah, I mean she did kind of look like a, a Melisandre like knockoff. Yeah, but it's it's always possible that she could be older though. Okay. Um, and then the other scene, I think that, you know, of course it was the final scene. It was that shot of the Night's King, which proves that they have not forgotten about the White Walkers. They're still very much wow. an issue. And I actually would like to shout out my, my boy, Ed. And I know no one loves Delorius Ed as much as I do, but he was the only person in this entire season so far to reference the impending doom that's approaching them. In the form yeah. of the White Walkers, so props to you, Ed. He's the only environmentalist. He's yeah. like the Bernie Sanders of the yeah. show. <laughs> He's got his head. He's in like, the game. but you guys, when do you think we'll see them? Like, is it coming up? I, it looks like next. I mean, Bran's gonna have a vision, um, and we're gonna get hopefully that scene in next week's episode. Uh, what this vision could be. I mean, Bran's been having visions of the past, but that's not the only uh, visions that he's been known to have in the books. He can also have visions of the present and future. So it's, it's interesting. Like, uh, I wonder uh, sort of if this is like a present day vision of the White Walkers, because I'd really like to check in on the Night's King. I really just want to know what he's up to. Like what's he been watching lately? Like how does he spend <laughs> his time? Like I I don't know. I'm like Fargo I was... season two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like what do you do all day, sir? What
0: do they do? Are they just stomping up through the snow all the time? And they don't even really talk. Like what do you do for fun? No. Mm-mm. Do they have to sleep or no? They don't have to
2: sleep. They probably don't. They probably just march through the snow. Although if they were doing that, then they should really be at the wall a lot faster well thanks
0: again for being here guys very excited to talk about the white walkers hopefully soon and how none of this all matters at all because everybody's just going to be a zombie at the end of it uh thanks leah thanks for having me this is the best thanks crystal thank you bye y'all Hello, it's Rachel again. Just wanted to remind you guys if you have any comments or questions or general feedback on the podcast or or next week's episode, you can give us a shout at gameofcronespod at gmail.com. Just send a voice note and no dick pics. Again, that
2: is our only rule. Game of Crones is a production of the MTV Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at MTV News and MTV Podcasts. You can subscribe to this and other MTV Podcasts on iTunes.